Welcome to the Rachel Does Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, professional helper, advocate for self-love, and fellow human being. Today, I'm going to be talking about reframing the stories of your life. But first, a disclaimer. The Rachel Does Therapy podcast is hosted by Rachel Alerte, an associate marriage and family therapist. While the topics discussed may be therapeutic in nature, the podcast is not a substitute for therapy. So let's get started. I just have been in a really weird mood for the past couple of weeks, and th- and this week recording has been no different. Uh, I'm just getting into this space where I'm allowing myself to be human and make mistakes and sometimes be in a little bit of a weird mood. Not a bad mood, just kind of, I think like there's some change coming in my life and usually when that happens I get a little (laughs) I get a little crazy I get a little out of sorts and it takes me a second to kind of adjust and get back on track but that's fine that happens um but this week I wanted to talk about this idea of reframing the stories of your life one because I'm a narrative therapist and I very much believe in this idea that, you know, we are the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. You know, literally, like, when you introduce yourself to another person, you're essentially telling the story of who you are, and that story is impacted by your family, your personality, um, interactions that you have, messages that you received, different experiences that you had, if you have any trauma or mental illness, all of these different things kind of play a role and create the story of who you are. And for me, I think that a lot of times when we get um, stuck in problems, like we can't really see any solutions or we start to lose hope, I think that's because we get caught up in one single story about ourselves. And sometimes, you know, it's not intentional. It's just, you know, life happens. And sometimes we get stuck in these narratives that may not necessarily be completely true. Um, You know, like we get caught up in stories like, you know, I'm a bad friend or I'm a lazy student or maybe even like I'm an angry person. And so when we start focusing on those parts, we forget you know, we forget the good parts of the story. We forget all the times that, you know, that we were a great friend or that we were a decent um, student that we didn't let our anger get the best of us. You know, we, we get caught up in these negative stories that define us and we think that that's all that we are, which is just not true. Um, You know, like thinking about um, going back to like when you introduce yourself to someone, I remember I used to really, really hate this question. And I'll say like maybe in the past, I'm going to be real honest, like maybe in the past like six months, I've stopped hating this question because I also understand, you know, the need for introducing yourself and saying, okay, this is me. This is who I am. Um, This is, you know, what I'm interested in. Uh because it's very telling of, you know, what that person at, th- at that current moment, like, is making a priority. Um, you know, like, if you introduce yourself and you just say, like, I'm a workaholic. It's like, okay, 
you work, but work doesn't define you, right? Like, you're not just work. And I say that because I think sometimes we forget, like, oh, you know, you went on a really cool vacation. You know, that's, like, pretty interesting. Like, you like to travel. You know, those are, like, the types of things that you would probably want to tell someone, but because maybe you're so focused on the day-to-day of working, that, like, becomes your whole story. Or I know for me, for a long time, part of my story was thinking that I was an imposter. Like, I've talked about imposter syndrome on the podcast before, but this idea of, you know, like, am I really supposed to be here? Like, how, how did how did I make it here? How did, how did I get here? How did I, who, who let me into this space, right? Um, but I was just so focused on the times where I felt incompetent or, you know, um, didn't get the support that I needed and that kind of validated me feeling incompetent that I started to kind of get in, <clears throat> wow, I'm losing my voice today. I started to get into like this weird spiral of, you know, okay, I'm incompetent, like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And that just wasn't true, because I was disregarding all the times where I was able to get it. And I think something that I'm just learning personally, and seeing it through my clients, and just friends as well, is that we actually have more control over the story that we tell about ourselves than we think. Um, And what I mean by that is, If you've ever done an elevator speech, which I'm so glad that I don't have to do elevator speeches anymore because I I don't like small talk and I remember just dreading it because I also didn't really like public speaking. I'm coming around on that second part, but still don't like the small talk. Um, But you, I remember we had to learn how to pitch ourselves or pitch an idea to a stranger in just a few moments or aka like within the ride of the elevator and the things that you chose to highlight I just remember those were things that were pretty big defining factors or you know for if I'm continuing this metaphor you know those were like major plot lines of your story and you know it's not to say that every single part of your life should be rewritten because that's just crazy and that's not you know that's not feasible and that's not how you know, being human works, but I think that those times that we're really hard on ourselves, um, you know, when you're your own worst critic or you get, like, to this place where you're very self-loathing or self-pitying, I think that those are the parts of the story where we don't really need to emphasize those as much because you also have to acknowledge, like, you're human and you're going to have bad moments. You're going to have times where, you know, you're not feeling great, and I know that I have those moments a lot, but if you always focus on those bad moments, you get caught in that story and, you know, you really dismiss or start ignoring entirely like the more relevant parts and you're not able to move on to that next chapter. So what I've been doing um, since I meditate, uh, yeah, I don't know when this happened, but yeah, I meditate daily now. I don't know when that happened, but um I've been trying to incorporate more of this kind of not trying to focus on the present or not on the present, not trying to focus on the future, but this idea of, you know, right now in this present moment, what am I focusing on? Um, Because I think that that's very telling just where my mind is. And again, going back to um, 
you know, what we focus on the most is like kind of what's going to be going on internally. Like think about, you know, if there's a particular car that you really like and it's like everywhere you go, you see that car because your mind is like looking for it. Cause like, oh, I really like that car. That's a good thought. Like we want to look at that. But sometimes with bad thoughts, we're like, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to pay attention, 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 I'm going to pay attention. And then it just like keeps keeps on going and going and going. So we don't want to do that. Um, we want to, you know, be able to look for the really nice cars that we like, which for me, that's a Lexus 350. I don't care if you don't like that, but that's, that's what I like. Um, so we want to kind of focus more on that because then the more that we focus on the car that we like or those good positive thoughts, the more that it's going to keep popping up in your everyday life. It's kind of like, um, you know, that idea of what you put out into the universe is going to come back to you. So if you allow yourself to be open and present, like those are the things that are going to get returned back to you. You're making yourself open to receive that. Um, And so... I just want to share some of the questions that I've been using to help me kind of think about this. Um, And these questions aren't meant to really trip you up or, you know, make you think um, that, you know, there's something necessarily wrong with where you're at right now. But I think it's always helpful, especially if we're all trying to be more mindful and more present and not so much focused on you know, what happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future, because we can't really control that. We can only control what's happening right now. So these are some of the questions, and I'll kind of pause in between each of them to give you a second if you want to write them down or if you want to just kind of think about them. But, you know, um, take a moment right now and think about your life as it is right now. Which part of your story are you focusing on? Are there things you've forgotten about yourself that were really important but got erased for one reason or another? Where would you like to see yourself?
Are there other parts of your story you'd like to live out? And finally, who are some people in your life that can help you live out that story? So these questions have really been helping me not only structure my meditation in terms of helping me visualize what I want for my present and working towards the future, but also I've been really thinking about some of my own strengths and things that I forgot that I was actually interested in. Um, Like, for example, I realized that a lot of the times when I'm experiencing writer's block or just like a mental block in general, um, it's because I'm not being inspired. Like I get inspiration from not only content that I read and learn about, but also in having conversations with other people. So not being an introvert, not isolating. Um, Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, you know, also re- um, I already said reading, but I-, I thought of reading books, but also lately I've been watching more videos on YouTube, like TED Talks and different, um, people who kind of bring like a different perspective on life. And sometimes I get inspiration for, um, my blogs and, get inspiration for things to talk about with clients and just things to take into my daily life. And that's something that I had really forgotten that is what I did. Cause I think back in, you know, high school and even, um, and even college, like I was always surrounded by some type of, like something new was always happening. Um, and I didn't realize that that was one of the big reasons why I was always writing I was just like, oh, like I was, we're just taking this for granted, taking this for granted. And then it's like, by the time you become an adult, you're like, okay, I can't focus. I don't, I don't know what to write about, blah, 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 all of that. Um, and then the other thing that I realized that I don't think I've ever really thought about it or talked about it, um, is that I am, and I, and I, And even as I say, I'm like, I hope I'm saying this right. But uh, I am a I am a autodidactic learner, which basically means that a lot of the words that I know are from reading. And so I never learned how to say them out loud. Um, So sometimes words are hard for me. Uh, And 
I never really realized the the extent of or the amount of words that I knew simply from just reading. Like I'm talking about like I was that kid who would read like a Harry Potter book in like two to three days. Like I, I, I was that kid. Like I couldn't put it down and I had to finish it and I would finish it um, and could tell you everything that happened in the book. But yeah, there were a lot of words that I did not know how to say. And I remember um, I didn't really notice until I, as I got older and, you know, we would do like popcorn and things like that. And there would be words that I would read and I would kind of stumble on them because I'd never really heard them out loud. Um, but anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Um, yeah, so this has, this exercise has really helped me and I hope that it's helpful for you. Um, and if it is, leave me a comment either on iTunes or social media or send me an email. Um, I'd love to hear from you and hopefully it was helpful. So until the next episode, be kind and be well. Let's continue the conversation. Connect with me at Rachel Does Therapy on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also send me an email at racheldoestherapy at gmail.com.